For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. August 16th, NXT Heat Wave. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. And the three of us, together again. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa, now I see Demon Diva Issa tonight to talk about NXT Heat Wave. Because it's hot. It is hot here in Los Angeles. I don't know about the rest of the world, but it is blazing out here. It's cooling down. Cooling down in Las Vegas. How about Puerto Rico, Issa? How's it? How very it hot. Going? Very, very hot. Yes. Some of the most intense humidity I've ever experienced was in Puerto Rico in December. Oh, wow. It's warm. It was moist. It's crazy. But not here tonight to talk about the weather. How moist was it? I want to hear. I'm 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 a grown up, and that word always makes me laugh. (laughs) It was was like an Adam Driver level of moistness. Uh, So here we are. Before we dive into Heat Wave, what's going on in the news? Well, let's spill that tea, girl. WWE reportedly reached out to a contracted AEW talent who used to be with WWE. They inquired about them possibly coming back to WWE. The talent turned them down, said they were happy with AEW, and they snitched to upper management about this situation. And so now it is out that WWE had reached out. Of course, a lot of people have been returning from the NXT era under Triple H. We saw Dakota Kai come back, Scarlett and Karrion Cross hit row in the building. And now it looks like WWE is even trying to contact people under contract, which I don't know how this uh, ended up happening. If there was a confusion with WWE management, whether they were under contract, but this could have some legal ramifications, even though tampering and wrestling is very common and it happens all the time with both companies. It looks like WWE was caught red-handed, pretty much tampering, Issa. Yeah, I mean, that's what the reports are. Is This is all alleged, you know? You didn't all use alleged. the word. You didn't use those words. We I said reportedly. When I say reportedly, <laughs> that means maybe it's not true. I yeah, I mean, of course they are, but it's, it's not the first time it happens. It's not the last time it's going to happen. It is what it is. It's just going to send everybody into speculating who the talent is and Everybody on Twitter has a different version of who it is, even though the name was never mentioned. So yes, and I think it's adorable who, that people think it's Adam Cole. I think that's so cute. <laughs> who would you Who would you steal if you're WWE? Who would you try and steal from AEW? Alfred, I get Keith Lee. I would get Swerve Strickland. Not not even some, but not you're get... going. I mean, that's ballsy for someone that's like brand new there. And you're just like, already walk away. Now, you know, you mean showing up to WB and trying to look at the people? Definitely Andrade. In terms of somebody who realistically can come over, if we're really trying to do something, Andrade, maybe Miro? It's MJF. I, the fact that you haven't even said MJF. But MJF has never been with WWE, obviously. But MJF is who I would go for. You already know he's disgruntled and unhappy. Should be easy. You know who I would steal if I was WWE? And there's a little out of left field. Uh, I, would, I would try and get Abaddon if I was trying yeah. to get someone. Like she's, I think she like they're they're not using her at all. 
in AEW and they're not using her effectively, she would thrive in WWE, especially under Triple H or in NXT even. This tells me that WWE might have an ongoing, I don't know whether we call it cold calling or an ongoing phone strategy where they are actively reaching out to people who used to be with WWE. And perhaps this was one of those things where signals got crossed. They were under the impression that they were not under contract with somebody in AEW and they got one of those calls. But obviously they're calling a lot of people to come back and maybe this person was involved in that skirmish. Maybe it's automated. Maybe it's high. We're going to reach you about your car warranty. Okay, Tony Khan's not listening, right? We're really calling to ask about your contract status with AEW. It's Are you not happy tampering. with your current employer? Yes, it's not tampering if it's not a live person. I like that. Yeah. It's a text message. Please click on this link. <laughs> <laughs> your bank account has been locked. Please click on this link to unlock it. You know what it is? And then I- you, you click on the link and it asks you like the secret questions. You know, It's like, how many years are left on your contract? Are you happy? <laughs> It, they probably got texted a QR code and then you have to scan. And then it, it, it said like someone, what do you call the wordle that said like, come to WWE now. <laughs> but uh, who do you guys think it is, by the way? People in the chat, everybody's speculating. I've heard all kinds of different names. This is a very interesting story. It could be a lot of different people. If, I'm sorry, Issa. No, I was just going to say probably like an Andrade, uh, Malachi Black, some of those former NXT world champs that are not really doing much. That's who I would speculate. If Vince was still there, I would say Wardlow. Like mm. 100% Wardlow. Now, this was a talent, uh, keep in mind, that used to be with WWE. So oh, maybe okay. that's why I think that it might have been one of those things where their name was in the database and they just maybe got a call. I would try to get Wardlow regardless. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, Wardlow should would be very welcome addition. I'm not talking about WWE. I'm talking about oh, myself. Oh. <laughs> Don't let Roman Reigns hear that. <laughs> Listen, Wednesday nights is a different story, okay? <laughs> Well, WWE looking like, and listen, maybe WWE is looking for a big moment, a Lex Luger-like moment where somebody just shows up on TV. WWE has all the finances in the world, and we'll get to that very soon in order of combating a lawsuit. I mean, it wouldn't be the wisest thing in the world, but uh, I don't think WWE would be scared of the company going out of business in the event of a lawsuit. So maybe they're just trying to make a big splash. Maybe they're targeting that September 4th show. They should have paid this talent, whoever it was, some hush money because he obviously didn't hush (laughs) Yeah, maybe he did sign it because all kinds of people with NDAs. Maybe NDAs just don't mean what they used to mean. I wonder if it's someone that's not being used on TV that someone more casual doesn't even know is an AEW. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like someone who hasn't been on TV in a while. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Out of sight, out of mind. Something. Uh, I mean, those would be the ideal people to target. Yeah, but, like uh, or like Parker Bordeaux. Like, because who who the hell watches Rampage? Like. I could see Triple H being like, what? You let go Parker? Like, we're getting him back. Oh, wow. That would be interesting if it was Parker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, good news for WWE outside of what could be a scandal with AEW is that WWE's business is on fire. They reported their record-breaking revenue for the second quarter of 2022, $328.2 million. That is up 24%. And uh, they also reported some material weaknesses. SEC filing disclosed that WWE had lacked an effective control environment to enable the identification and mitigation of risks or accounting errors. This was stemming from WWE's internal investigation of Vince oh. McMahon. And WWE did admit in the report that they prevented or de- they prevented the detecting emissions in contractual agreements 
and agreements that require accounting evaluation must also be adjusted so that trustworthy individuals oversee the department, basically saying that they did not have the checks and balances in place to stop what allegedly happened with Vince McMahon. Uh, but other than that, WWE had some great uh, business news. What do you guys think about the, this whole story with WWE, starting with you, Ease? WWE is making money. That's not news. It's been that way for a while, right? They've been reporting uh, being on the money-making side of things for a while now. Uh, you know, I think the way it got through was that Vince went into accounting and he was like, I had some out-of-pocket expenses. Could you perhaps make a check? Just make it out to cash. <laughs> and I just need to reimburse myself for some of the ex company related business expenses I've had. I'll file a report later. I had to buy a lot of paper clips. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like this agreement or this scandal investigation, whatever you want to call it with Vince McMahon in the court of public opinion, this will be a forever thing. This is going to continue to get covered. The real sports yeah. articles coming out, but in terms of, the investigation itself, it looks like WWE feels that it's concluded, this SEC filing, which is kind of a conclusion saying what they found. It looks like that adds some finality to it. So internally, it might be over. But of course, this could just be the beginning, according to what comes out. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, the, anything else, Glenn? No, no. The good news continued for WWE's business. 90,000 tickets sold for WrestleMania in 24 wow. hours. They came to my backyard of Inglewood. I was there. It was lit. And they had the ticket launch party with all kinds of QR. I've never seen so many QR codes in my entire life everywhere for people to get tickets. Maybe that's part of how they were able to sell. There might have been 90,000 QR codes at this event. So maybe that's how they sold all these like tickets. Zoe Stark and, promo. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was, just, it was all just one big Zoe Stark promo. They stole her gimmick from right up under her but. 90,000 tickets in 24 hours. It really speaks to this two-night formula because usually if you do one night of WrestleMania, you could really only sell, what, 60, 70,000 because it's all people in one stadium. But if you split it up, you're not going to sell out the stadium, but you will sell, you know, upwards of 90,000 tickets, which is a company record, Issa. Uh, WrestleMania, I mean, that name alone, the fact that you're selling that amount of tickets before we even know what the card is. Like, I, to me, that is mind-blowing, and it goes to speak about how big WrestleMania still is. I'm excited. I, and I think WrestleMania in L.A. is going to be mayor. It's good, oh, for, yeah. good for them. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah, maybe they're banking on The Rock coming back. Maybe that's who's selling all these tickets. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, actually, you know what's terrible for this is that if they get close to sellout without even announcing anything, the, the, they have no reason to bring The Rock back. No, not at all. And, and they do this. The brand is stronger than any individual talent. That is still something that even though we're not in the Vince McMahon era, that will continue to be a thing. And this is why. It's because you're able to sell out events without having the pressure of announcing a lineup, which is a luxury that AEW does not uh, enjoy at this point. Yeah. You know what the difference is? Like uh, Vince is the guy that has all his action figures like still sealed in the package, like just, just up on shelves meticulously organized and when you go over there you're not allowed to touch anything let alone play with it but triple h is the kid with the big the, all the loose figures that he just dumps out and he's like okay let's sit up the ring and play with it yeah he's present he lives in the moment i like it yes <laughs> yes final story WWE raw 1.978 million it's essentially flat with last week a one percent higher but the story here is this is the fourth consecutive week that raw has done 1.9 million viewers the last Raw under the Vince McMahon regime did about 1.735. So we're talking about two to 300,000 people who've now 
they've added those viewers and they've maintained them for about a month, which is a good sign. This They had that huge number of over 2 million for August 1st, and they've kept the majority of that uh, influx of new viewers who I think the product has improved. And uh, I don't know if it's improved to the level of where it's going to bring people back to passionately more wrestling, but I do think that people have faith in this new product, this new regime, and they're giving it a chance at least. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think it's exciting. I think there's a level of excitement and and there is a little bit of anything could happen in the air, you know, with WWE. And I do think that that makes some fans invested, bring some fans back. And they have been booking pretty good episodes on Monday Night Raw. If they keep that going. More people might start watching. And now that Better Call Saul wrapped the series finale last night, uh, Raw ratings are going to just skyrocket. Get that Better Call Saul bump. I like it. Absolutely. I don't know what I'm doing on Mondays now. Like, oh, you know, well, come on over, Glenn. The water's yeah. fine. Yeah, the era has come to an end. <laughs> God, can you believe Breaking Bad debuted like 15 years ago? And wow. the, like, it's just it's weird that it's like it's all over now. So that whole universe like, is wrapped up. We're not getting all, a nothing, nothing else. Nope. All done. Crazy. Uh, anything else in the news? Nothing else in the news. Okay. Heat wave. Paul Heyman did the voiceover, getting a little extra walking around money. Good for him. Get that back. Yep. Yeah. And Jeff goes, Jarrett can't uh, be the... he... Go ahead, Alfred. No, I was just going to say, Jeff Jarrett can't be the only person getting all these bags in wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do think it adds just to hear uh, Paul Heyman's voice. It just adds to the excitement. And he was he didn't start off super Paul Heyman-y. So for like the yeah, first right? like 30 seconds, I'm like, is that Paul Heyman? Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Calvin R. Alexander, two dollars. Give Blair Davenport all the belts. We're going to talk about Blair and uh, some of the NXT crossovers. I think Paul Heyman like should set up a listing on Fiverr. Like, I'll do your voiceover for your wrestling pay per view. (laughs) Oh, god, I would love it. And I'll gig extras. Like, if you pay me an extra $20, I'll make it extra Paul Heyman. Probably get a little more base for $20. Yeah, uh, Wayne, two dollars for Ethan or watch along tomorrow. Omega, let's go. Yes, that'll be fun. Omega, it looks like he's going to return. AEW is doing this thing that I like as a viewer where they don't openly advertise who it is, but they give you all the clues. The problem here is that they've really been building it up on BDE, being the elite, not necessarily on their TV. They have done the angle with the Young Bucks and Hangman Adam Page, but they haven't really telegraphed to the national television viewers that Kenny Omega is on his way back. And... I mean, AEW needs all the buzz it can get because even that story of Kenny Omega, it doesn't seem as big of a story as it should be, especially with WWE dominating these headlines. I, I think they did last week in a, in a weird, probably too long segment with Hangman Page when Hangman Page says, hey, you guys need to go find someone that's never turned his back on you. I think I personally took that as a hint that it was going to be Omega. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the VTE thing is for the nostalgia, for the hardcore fans. You know, I think I think it's great. It's too bad the Paramount Networks owns BET, so we'll never get BTE on BET. No, I don't think we would get that anyway. Right. <laughs> I, think that, I, want. I think that ratio has to go up a little higher in order to get on BET. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens on tomorrow night's Dynamite, but NXT tonight, hot, hot opening to heat wave see what they did there uh had a rundown on the card and we had carmelo hayes versus giovanni vinci for the nxt north american championship isa were you on the edge of your seat during this match 
I was. This match was incredible. There was like the storytelling in the ring. It was like they were just countering everything each other had to do. There was a lot of false finishes that had me like crazy. Even the usage of of Trick Williams didn't really like affect the match for me. I thought I thought Vinci looked incredible. Even on in the feet he was flipping around like a dolphin in there it was it was great i really really enjoyed this match i felt bad for whoever had to follow it honestly wow alfred i felt bad for the dolphins for being shown up by vinci <laughs> but yeah i thought this match <laughs> was great too i i loved how hard they worked i thought it was very good it's another one of these weird matches with carmelo hayes he always seems to find himself in heel versus heel matches but he mm. just seems to know how to make it work also and i just thought that these two on paper were going to be a good match, and this is exactly what I expected, and it was really good. Hot opening to the show. Now, Giovanni Vinci, however, um, I mean, is he over? Are the people behind him? I feel like he could really be anyone at this point. I don't know if he's over. What do you think, Isa? I think he is a little bit. I mean, I, I think he gained a lot of respect from the crowd today since they, they since they debuted him in this weird gimmick that he has going. I don't think he had done anything significant after, like, until tonight. I want to see yeah. where his momentum goes after this match tonight. But what's his gimmick? Like, he's rich and he's attractive. Yeah, it's really not that deep of a gimmick. Once you get past that entrance, which is great, you know, his photos and his stills, once you get past that, there really isn't much to speak of. So they really need to do some world building with him the way they've done with Tiffany Stratton, who has a very simple gimmick, but she's created a whole cult of personality around it. And that, I don't know if he's capable of doing that. I don't know if a lot of people are capable of doing it, but they at least need to tell us an origin story for this man. I don't know when we cross the Rubicon, but I shit you not, Tiffany Stratton versus Wendy Chu, like in the running for feud of the year. Oh, wow. At this point. Bookmark that. They're going to have a lights out match, which I'll have some words about that. <laughs> okay. Look forward to that. But hot opening, Carmelo retained. And uh, we had Creed addressing Diamond Mine and the NXT universe. So this was weird. They got up there. They accused Roderick Strong of betraying them that Tony D'Angelo was signaling him. Roderick called Tony a scumbag. Don't appreciate that. Tony D'Angelo, uh, uh, America's sweetheart, top baby face in NXT. Um, and then Wolfgang, Joe Coffey, and Mark Coffey of, of Gallus from NXT UK came out and attacked Kemp, Kemp and stared down and, and the creeds and there was a stare down like i mean so are, is diamond mine breaking up like what's going on we have this conversation every month especially when it seems like they're about to break up and then once it seems like this is going to be the breakup segment something happens that yeah. makes them forced to stay together it's like hotel california oh it's like the kiss farewell <laughs> tour it will never end yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was more concerned about is NXT UK going to be okay or are they really ending it based on the rumors that we've seen? Mm. Because we saw an NXT UK invasion here tonight. So these guys were like, if you guys don't want to tape at our place, we'll come to NXT 2.0 then, apparently. I had no idea who they were, by the way. But yeah, not, not a solid way to introduce them is just like they, they haven't done anything to make us want to go and watch NXT UK, right? So at some point, somebody mm -hmm. from NXT 2.0 should probably show up in NXT UK television just, just to at least get that back and forward because they're introducing people that we're just not familiar with. But it was a strong way of bringing them in. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about Diamond Mine breaking up ever at this point. Yeah, and uh, Joseph Boza and other people 
in the chat are saying, do we think this is going to be the rumored world squad? Is that going to be the rumored pay-per-view on September 4th I can see going it. up against AEW? It's funny because Worlds Collide is kind of like WWE's version of Forbidden Door. So they're kind of trolling NXT, uh, trolling AEW. I will say this. If it is Worlds Collide, WWE is going to have to do better than NXT versus NXT UK if you're going up against AEW pay-per-view. Yes. You know, with all due respect to NXT UK, there are rumors out there. People in NXT UK are very nervous. If you're watching this show and you see all the people they brought up here, it does kind of seem like in this climate with Mr. Man gone, maybe they will shutter NXT UK. But NXT UK versus NXT, I don't think it would be a very hot commodity, especially if the word is out there that NXT UK might be a dying brand. Well, remember the there are more than two worlds that could collide. Yes. So if they if they bring Raw, no, I was gonna say if they bring some Raw and SmackDown into this, like mm. they could do something really interesting if this if they keep expanding. But yeah, they NXT did they did two, drop the Usos name tonight on that yeah. promo. But if it's just NXT versus NXT UK, like I mean, you're getting it for free with Peacock. It's not like you have to pay extra, right? Like it should get as probably as many eyeballs as the AEW pay-per-view will, but AEW will be monetizing those eyeballs. Since it's Worlds Collide, maybe this is how they got around tampering. Since it's Worlds Collide, and they're just contacting people from other companies, maybe that's how they got around this tampering. It's because it's Worlds Collide. We're acknowledging it with AEW. We just wanted to know if you'd like to represent AEW on this pay-per-view. I mean, you never know. It, it, it's more exciting. As, as, as we sit here and even joke about this, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe they could bring in someone from Impact. You know, they could do... They could do some things. This could this could be really fascinating. But if it's just NXT versus NXT UK, you really I mean, what do you how many people do you think watch NXT UK on a weekly basis? How many people are in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> there are some wrestling podcasts that have a bigger audience than NXT UK. Yep. Not a lot of people watch NXT UK. I haven't watched NXT UK. It's a good uh, product. I I mean I haven't watched much of it. Kelvin Alexander, $5, saying NXT 2.0 talents have been at NXT UK the past several months. It's true. Creed, or not Creed, uh, uh, Brooks and Dunn are the NXT UK tag team champions. Yeah, they, they won the titles. And just looking at this, if you're even reading the tea leaves without knowing any of the speculation, I mean, I've speculated for a couple of months seeing this, thinking that what are they going to do with NXT UK if all these NXT UK guys are coming here, if they're winning their titles? Like, what is the future of NXT UK? It's a very fair question. It is. They canceled two of their TV tapings. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it was just because the studio wasn't available. Yeah, and that was a studio issue. It's just, it's a very interesting thing to be happening now. Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez. We're in uh, the Jade generation. We are in the Jade generation, but not Cora Jade. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's another Jade's generation right now. I didn't even thought of that. Like, the, yeah, I wonder if they're kind of trolling a little bit with that. This was my least favorite match tonight. This feud just happened way too fast. You couldn't even become invested in them being best friends before they broke them up. Uh, you had Roxanne cut a very weak promo, which already gave away that she was going to do some stupid baby face move to lose this match when she was like, I'm so nervous. My stomach is on nuts. It's like, that shouldn't be how you feel before you're getting ready to go kick some ass. Like, you know, she didn't feel very hyped up in that promo. So for me, the promo gave away that it was going to have a stupid ending. And it did. Wow. Yeah, not the best match. I did think that Cora Jade looked much improved in this match. I was more impressed than her in the ring than I have been in a while. And uh, 
she shows promise as a heel, but this was not my favorite match. And I agree with Issa in terms of it being a heated match and this heated robbery they want us to believe it is. It's just not that. Yeah. Yeah. This was okay. Um, like that we kept Brooks and Dunn with Fallon backstage saying they're going to see Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend down the line. We got to keep the Pretty Deadly Lash Legend thing going. Yeah. Uh, and then Gallus approaches issues challenge for the next UK tag team titles, which uh, Brooks and Dunn accepted. Got a lengthy recap video for Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar. Face to face confrontation, winner take all street fight. Lo- uh, loser leaves NXT. Well, if Santos loses, going to leave NXT. And were you surprised, Alfred, that Santos lost and he's leaving NXT? A little bit. I love the Quentin Tarantino cut of the preview where they cut back to four months ago and how we got here. Yeah. That was awesome. And this is this is professional wrestling in terms of this whole feud. And what I liked about this match is I did think it could go either way. I did mm-hmm. I could see Santos Escobar losing, getting called up, especially with Triple H in charge. That's great. I absolutely saw that that could be a possibility. But I also could have seen that Santos Escobar was going to win and Legato was going to be back together. They're a hot act. When you see him in NXT, even though he's been there for a while, he's one of the biggest stars there. People love him there, and I wouldn't mind seeing more of that. What I loved about this was that even because it was a 50-50 thing where you could see it going either way, I think that made the finish work that much more, where the finish was basically they both got a weapon, and whoever used it first won the match. And by a hair, it was Tony D'Angelo. I thought it was an amazing finish. Issa? I'm so happy to hear Legado de Fantasma's entrance theme back. Yes. Oh my God. I just love that moment. And I hope that they come to the main roster with this entrance theme song. It's going to be great. I like this match a lot. Uh, I, I did think Santos was going to lose here just because I can see him coming to the main roster and just killing it and exceeding there. But overall, great ending to this crazy feel. I mean, they've been going at it for so long when the video package was going on. I couldn't help but to think, yeah, this video package has to be five, ten minutes long because these guys have been going at it forever. But it was a it was a fun ending, and and Tony D'Angelo continues to just kick people out of NXT. That might be mm-hmm. his new gimmick. He got Trump out of there. Yeah. Now he got Santos Escobar. Who's next? Who's he's a colonizer, next? man. He's who's who's next? It's gonna be a group. <laughs> it, it might, this might be how they end Diamond Mine. Is Tony D'Angelo <laughs> colonizes them out of NXT? Dallas should be nervous too. Tony D'Angelo's coming for everybody's family. I love it. Yes. Um, so Tony D'Angelo goes after the main title now, finally. Yeah, there seems like there's nowhere else to go. He'd be great for it. And now that I'm very Breaker's confused done, about the main title, though, because like you had that segment with Apollo staring at it, but then we'll get into the end of the show and what happened there. So I don't know where Tony D fits in this weird storyline with everybody going after the title. And that's the way it should be. Everybody should be wanting to go after the NXT World Champ. Just that promo when he's when Braun's walking in and Mandy's walking in and Mandy's like, oh, you know, I know I'm going to win my title match. You know, good luck with yours. And Braun's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just an awkward. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God, dude. Like, uh, it was like why are you talking to me? <laughs> that's why I imagine a real life conversation between Braun Breaker yep. and Mandy <laughs> Like, that might not have even been a segment. Maybe somebody was just filming them. Yeah. You know what they should do? They should bring uh, Mojo back to be Bronze Hype Man. I, I could see it. He could be Bronze Scott Steiner. He could be the Rick Steiner to Bronze Scott Steiner. Yeah, like he doesn't even have to wrestle. He could literally just like hype him up. That'd be dope. Yeah. And Braun hey. could just, be, and Mojo could cut a promo and Braun would be like, yeah. 
they could sell yeah t-shirts it's like flip it around like imagine going to a hip-hop show and like the hype man is the mc and then there's the guy in the orbit doing all the raps and you know yeah. sir mix a lot's just saying the last word of every line <laughs> like a flavor flame yes but we're flipping it we're yeah. like if chuck d like if chuck yeah. d was just like yeah boy <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's ever been a public enemy concert? Do you think Flav has the energy or has paid attention enough to the lyrics? Well, Flav was like, tonight we're going to blow people's freaking minds. I'm going to do your parts and you're going to do my parts. I hope so. See, if I knew that going in, I would pay for tickets to go see that. Oh, I a thousand percent would be there if that would happen. <laughs> that would be awesome. And Terminator X would be like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't even know if Terminator X is still in public enemy. I, I don't believe he is, but okay. Uh, so index index open contents, yes. uh, uh, indie open contents to suggest uh, now that Dexter is back that perhaps they'll be reunited. And but Blair Davenport walked in and tore the paper apart. I'm so excited for index. Like, I as soon as I saw Dexter Lewis on Raw two weeks ago, I was like, you cannot not address this on NXT, you have to do something. The way that they're doing this Dexter Loomis thing is 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 genius. I really, really like it. I, 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 I'm feeling it, okay? So we'll see where it goes, but I was so happy to see the letter. But this girl, she broke that piece of art. That art is worth thousands of dollars and she just ripped it. How dare she? She tore Indy Hartwell's call-up letter in half. And I, does that mean that she doesn't get called up now? Oh, maybe with Dexter. And I, I love the fact that she would be with Dexter Loomis. I want them to be together on the main roster. And it doesn't have to be a campy thing the way it was before, which I thought was still great. It looks like they're going the serious route with Dexter and that he's going to face AJ Styles. So you do need a degree of seriousness. And I love them together as heels. I think Indy Hartwell has been in NXT for too long. Uh, Wrestling-wise, she still has a way to go, but she could be the mouthpiece for Dexter. Dexter does not talk. And he needs yeah. somebody to articulate why he's there, why he's going after AJ Styles. I actually already have in the can my next pro wrestling bits. We'll be five wrestlers who need a mouthpiece. And before I knew any of this, I said, Indy needs to go reunite with Dexter. And I'm glad it's happening. Me too. It wasn't even a year ago when they got married. I know. They're still in they the still honeymoon stage. Yeah, they need it's that cool. anniversary. There's so much more to, to be done. Man, that first year, man. Uh, so... Excited to see where that goes. And uh, yeah, Blair Davenport, biggest heel now in all of NXT. Yes, former B Priestley. Should be a lot of fun. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Now, yeah. now I understand where I've seen her before. <laughs> Didn't she do something? Was she, did she do something in AEW or was she just under her own name in NXT? Briefly, yeah. I believe yeah. she worked. I, I don't know if it was AEW at the time. I think she was on the all in card. Oh, okay. I don't know if it, I, but I, I do know, I think she's done a couple of things like matches on AW Dark. Got it. Uh, Steve Marcuccielli, 499, turn Braun heel like Uncle Scott, Corby is valet who also wrestles. I keep telling you, on June 7th, I said this and I have it still in my notes. When Braun Breaker turns heel, a lot of people are going to be changing their tune on how awesome it is. And I really hope he adopts Scott Steiner's big Papa Pump persona because I think he could pull it hmm. off. Alfred, Braun Breaker's number one fan forever. June 7th, 2022. That's our anniversary. It's when I fell in love. <laughs> Wrestling, you guys are going to be, you should be, you should be his mouthpiece. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, yeah. 
I don't know how he cemented. I just, you know. <laughs> just so in case you give me like that pause. Has anyone done that in a hip hop lyric? Use mouthpiece in that? Because that's actually pretty br brilliant. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know, man. You know, I was trying to figure this out the other day because uh, Jeff Gersman and I are doing Game Boys to Men. Second Hell episode yeah. drops tomorrow on Jeff Gersman's Patreon. Most personal podcast I've ever done. Like it was like going to therapy. We got deep with uh, talking about Nintendo and some of our personal relationship in history. But I was, do you know the first drop of Nintendo in a hip hop song? Wasn't until like 89 and it was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So I got an album cut really? next year in 90. It was another bad creation with Aisha. And then after that, it was uh, uh, one of the Bart Simpson songs, uh, Deep, Deep Trouble. Then uh, High C and Tupac dropped it in 91. Dre dropped Nintendo in a verse in 92. Then the floodgates opened. Then everyone was like, okay, it's not dorky to mention video games and hip hop. Nintendo bars that needs its own documentary. I would love to hear that. Yeah, I was listening on Genius to going back because, yeah, I mean, now it's like ubiquitous. That Nintendo is like everywhere in hip hop. I was gonna say that was on Genius. How did you know to name them in order like that? Because I because I remembered another bad creation with Aisha because I remember yeah. that we played Nintendo line and I was like, was that the first? But then I had to like check because I, you know, I didn't want to claim it was the first and be wrong. So I had to go back, and yeah, there was the one DJ Jazz Jeff from the Fresh Prince song off the In This Corner record, the one with I Think I Could Beat my Mike Tyson. We should have known then that Will Smith uh, had some fighting ambitions. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I think I could slap Mike Tyson would be more actual. <laughs> oh, man. And if that album had never, if that album had done better, we never would have gotten the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It was because that album kind of didn't live up to the sales of uh 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 the album with parents just don't understand that's why he went to acting wow yeah kind of crazy so let's talk about mandy rose and zoe stark for the nxt women's championship Issa, were you hyped for this kind of kind of i feel like the announcement of Zoe Starks and Nikita Lyons kind of made this a little bit predictable. I didn't see Zoe Starks winning just because they might be going to the main roster. Uh, but I do think that the possibility of toxic attraction showing up at the main roster and attacking them during their, you know, during their match is bigger now after what we saw happen tonight. But I just want to talk about how impressed I've been with uh, NXT Mandy Rose. I really like the way she wrestled tonight. I thought she was yeah. very aware. She was aware of Zoe Stark's injury. She continued to attack the leg. At one point, she rolled out of the ring to not get pinned. Like it's it's incredible the stories that she's been able to tell in her matches, and I I personally enjoyed it. Uh, Zoe Stark's is growing on me. But I didn't think that this was going to be it. I think Mandy has been champion for so long that when she does drop that title, it needs to be in, in a more credible build-up field than this. Well, I was actually shocked that Mandy Rose won tonight. I for sure thought that Zoe Stark was going to win. And I, I thought she looked really good in this match, Zoe Stark. I thought this was an excellent match in terms of telling that story of her knee injury. And that finish was really cool with Mandy Rose putting on the knee brace and then hitting the finish for the second time. I'm surprised not only that Zoe Stark's lost, that she lost so decisively that yeah. Mandy Rose essentially just put her out to pasture and put her in the middle of the ring and beat her. I was shocked that it went down like this. But it wasn't easy work. I didn't think that Zoe Stark looked bad from losing no, no, the no, match no. to Mandy no, no, Rose, no. which is which is awesome. There was a lot of that tonight where a lot of people did not look bad in defeat. So I'm I'm a fan of that, but I I, I never thought that Zoe was winning, but I did think that she 
looks more dominant than Mandy Rose. And I like that Mandy Rose went there and did whatever she had to to retain her title. I thought it was a fun story. Yeah. Uh, it was a good match, and I'm now so convinced that Toxic Attraction's attacking Zoe and Nikita before their match Friday. On One thousand percent. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, that'd be storyline continuity with NXT, and hopefully that'd be a really cool thing to have on SmackDown, which is WWE's most watched TV show. That you mention NXT and their ties to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But I thought this was a good match. But yeah, Nikita Lyons, and then it gives more motivation for Nikita to challenge Mandy and ultimately dethrone her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a good match. Um, and before this, we got the video recapping the feud between Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu. We're going to have a lights out match. Alfred, you had thoughts on this. Yes. I mean, this is, it, I'm noticing a pattern with Wendy Chu is that she kind of has Orange Cassidy's gimmick. We're getting a lights out match. And I think they should just go all the way. Her gimmick should be ripping off AEW. Like she should have tweets on Friday nights going after people and then plugging Rampage. I think they should go all the way. They should have a blood and guts match with Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu is a heel, right? Yeah. We can all agree that. Like, she's there's no way she's a baby face. That's all 100%. I got to say about this. I'm excited for the match. I'm looking forward to it, but I just don't see. I, I want to root for uh, Tiffany Stratton here, which is not out of character for me. I usually root for the, <laughs> for the heel. But in this situation, I don't see. I haven't seen Wendy Chu as a baby face in a long time. No, the story of this feud, which Tiffany Stratton has narrated very accurately, is that Wendy Chu tried to murder Tiffany Stratton and Tiffany Stratton is just trying to protect herself. I mean, she's being a little obnoxious about it as a quote unquote heel. But I, too, think that Wendy Chu is the heel of this feud. She started this smoke. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Quincy Elliott. The super diva of NXT. Isa, what did you think of this promo? He had me until he called himself Super Diva. That's me. Oh, Why are yeah. you doing that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, you know, I, I like the idea of introducing new characters. And again, we got to do the video packages. We've been doing that in NXT 2.0. We'll see where it goes. Not very familiar with them. Alfred? This could be very interesting. I actually missed this. I, I had no idea that they had aired this. But uh, yeah. we're talking to, are we doing pronouns thing? Is he... Uh, super oh, diva. Does he identify? How does he identify? What is going on here? That's a super no, you, diva. You know, that's a good question. Let me check. <laughs> he said, "There's, there's NXT superstars." Well, I'm a super diva. So, wow. Quincy's <laughs> been wrestling on NXT. Next level up. Oh yes. yeah, whatever it's I've called. Seen a couple of those. Uh, I'm Big not fella. seeing pronouns in the bio. I'm, Didn't I'm he hump like the ring post at one point? <laughs> I think I saw that around my Twitter timeline at one point. And listen, I don't watch NXT level up, but I've seen some wild clips across my Twitter timeline that I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah, I've seen some too. And I, it's just very interesting. See, this would be a perfect feud for uh, Joe Gacy. This would write up the oh old Joe Gacy, not the one now, but the old Joe oh Gacy. Would have, I mean, this would be perfect for him. Yeah, this will get, get NXT canceled. <laughs> Like by USA, not even on Twitter. Like, because <laughs> Joe Gacy is going to offend that many people. Uh, Stephen Marcucci, Mandy versus Lions next. I mean, she's the only credible competitor, right? Who's yeah. sticking around? Tiffany Stroud's going to the main roster. I, I would I love see to Lions. see it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be too early for Tiffany to. Go, I mean, as much as we're hyping her up and whatnot, I would like to see her at least have a run as NXT Women's Champion. Yeah. Me too. Hmm. Uh, I don't mean to alarm anyone, but my air conditioning is not working, and I'm very concerned about this. Are we going to get a moist Glenn? We, it, my, we're talking about be. heat wave. We are talking about heat wave. So your AC is just like sticking to the gimmick, sticking to the bit, you know? Yeah, your yeah, AC like, is a method actor. I know. Try turning it on and nothing's nothing's happening. Might be the thermostat. We'll see. I'll figure it out after. But let's uh, talk about the main event. Braun Breaker versus JD McDonough for the NXT championship went over by about eight minutes tonight. Issa, did you think JD was going to pull out a victory here? Not once. Not once did I think that. But uh, he did look impressive in the second half of this match. In the beginning, I thought Braun Breaker was going to come in and squash him. He was just so dominant on the beginning. But once we came back from that last commercial break, we really did see a lot of... uh, he was wrestling a very technical way against Braun Breaker, and I appreciated that. But there was a couple of spots that he did that I was very, very impressed. But I didn't think he was going to be the one to defeat Braun Breaker. That doesn't take away from the match. Once again, tonight was the night where people that were defeated also ended up looking good, except for the Cora Jane match with Roxanne. And that is because I just didn't like the finish. But mm. outside of that, I personally thought everybody looked great in defeat tonight. And JD was one of them. I thought it was good, but he, I never found him to be a believable contender for Brown Breaker, which makes me, made me feel very not invested into this match, but it was good. Yeah. Alfred. Yeah, it was fine. Nobody thought that JD McDonough was going to win this match. I thought it was interesting that finish where he was bleeding from the mouth and he's inviting all that pain. But that character, I think, has been pretty flat for me in terms of being built up as a threat for Braun Breaker. And it's very interesting to see him use a sledgehammer in his entrance. I yep. thought he was going to put the old logo back together, but the sledgehammer is a nice <laughs> shout out to Triple H. Yeah, I did like that visual of JD, like when he stood up and you saw all of the blood. I thought that was a very nice capture, like the visual of it. Yeah. It was good. I think the problem with these Braun matches is I just don't think any of these guys are going to win. Yeah, and that's on the booking in terms of building up better feuds and storylines and material for him. I know he's limited right now in what he says and does, but he doesn't have too much to work with in terms of a newer guy in wrestling, and I think they need to help him out with that. Well, that's why I was excited when we saw Apollo Crews staring at that belt backstage. That is a feud that I would like to see, but when we got to the finish here, this went in a different direction, so now I'm very confused about where we're going to go here. Well, Tyler Bate walked in. Tyler Bate one of the cheapest male talents in WWE 2K22 in my GM mode, dad, dear roster, Tyler Bate, the NXT UK champion came in, uh, had not heard his music before. His music is very retro. It's and, very uh, generic. Do you like his yeah. music? It sounds like a lesser CFO track. Uh, to me, it sounded like hotel porn music. Not that I would know what that sounds like. <laughs> That's why you play on the waiting room. Don't play. Don't play. Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright claim them, Alfred. Get yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My lawyers are on it right now. <laughs> so he came in and they held up their belts and stared down. So, I mean, we can kind of see where this is all going tonight with the invasion angle. Yeah. yeah. So. But where does that leave Apollo? I want to see Apollo versus Brown Breaker more than I want to see Brown Breaker versus Tyler Bate. No offense to Tyler Bate, but. 
Okay. Because I do think that Apollo could beat Brown Breaker. Everybody else that you put Brown Breaker in there against, I don't feel like they're going to beat him. Yeah. And we, we definitely need more worlds. It cannot just be NXT UK, though. And I, I imagine they're going to do Raw, SmackDown. I imagine it's going to be a lot of the people who have to stay in the States and aren't traveling overseas. Maybe this will be the thing that they do to boost morale for not being on that pay-per-view in Oh, yeah. Europe. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, I got to see where this all goes before I have a final opinion on it. Well, I just want to see Apollo versus Brown Breaker. We've seen so many people, like we've seen Solo Sokoa supposedly be next, and he never got that title shot. Like, And now I feel like we've got a tease of Apollo, but there, that's not the direction that we're going. I want to see some of these names like being the title picture. I yeah. miss Solo Sokoa tonight. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I, but he'll come back. Yeah. It looks like he's going to come back and keep feuding with Von Wagner, which I think it's time for those two to go their separate ways. No, never. They're going to keep fighting everywhere. Fighting forever. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Well, there you have it. That was NXT Heat Wave. It's hot. Are you hot on a scale of 1 to 100 degrees? How hot are we tonight? 98 degrees. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 87 degrees celsius wow isa 80 80 degrees there you go well thank you everyone for tuning degrees. in 85 there you go <laughs> uh well thank you everyone for tuning in we'll be back friday for smackdown excited are nikita and zoe going to get to compete friday night or will they get attacked by toxic I'm attraction excited for roman reigns he's gonna be on the show Oh, oh wow. wow! There you go. It's about time. Yeah, it's been a while. Alfred, he was just there like two weeks ago. Show. It feels like forever to me. It yeah, this is like forever to me. He could be gone for a day, and he will feel like forever. To me. <laughs> this is like this is like weekend visits with my parents after the divorce, and my dad just starts skipping, taking bigger breaks in between weeks. You know. <laughs> oh, uh, wow! It got dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, real quick. And he wonders why I don't always answer the phone when he calls me. Uh, so, everybody, have a good one. Isa's at NYC, Dima Diva, that's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein, Alfred Zett. This is nasty. Take care, everyone. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Have that a good just- one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.